Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter at ethospelicans at Lyle Swithenbank. We're back. So there was a little bit of a delay between the last few games and we'll talk about what happened this week. Um, We all know what happened yesterday uh, with that Lakers debacle. We got absolutely hosed. We'll talk about that game as well. Um... But I'm not going to make this a, 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 a what was me pod, a, a disappointing one. This is this is more of a what next, what we can expect to see. And, you know, let's, let's do a positive spin because I've listened back to my own podcast now and then, which I suppose is a bit um, narcissistic, but, uh, you know, it's all about self-reflection and the guy makes some good points. Uh, I must say, um, I couldn't have said it better myself, but... It, it it really is, you know, you don't want to get caught down in, oh, you know, this is this is sad and, you know, woe is me. Because at the end of the day, you're still only a couple of games out of uh, out of the play-in. You're still only a couple of games out of, uh, you know, post-season action. So, and you've got, a, the next few games are pretty easy, you know, and I'm going to say that with an asterisk next to it because it means execution. But anyway, we're going to get to all of that. Um, but I suppose first off, an announcement. Well, I come to you with a, a sort of, not really heavy heart, I guess, but uh, some news. I am leaving the show. I'm leaving Sports Ethos after a, a wonderful four years. And, uh, you know, I started back in, oh, what, 2018, something like that. 2018, 2019 in the fantasy division. Uh, and, you know, moved on to the, the Pelicans pod, as we all know, back in about 2020. So, you know, it's been a, it's been a lovely three years. I think it's actually the, um, oh, we're coming up to the anniversary, the three-year anniversary of me doing this pod, uh, which has been wonderful. But I've decided to step away from it. I'm going to do a bit of my own stuff now, and you'll keep an eye on my socials uh, as to what's going to happen. But what that means is there is a position going for this pod. So if you would like... To come and uh, work with the good folks at Sports Ethos, uh, obviously bail us up, and we can um, we can see if we can get uh, the right fit. And I'll keep doing these pods until the end of the season. I I, uh, I don't want to just leave it in the lurch while we still got some basketball to be played. But you know, this will be the final season for me uh, as the host of Sports Ethos Pelicans, which uh, has been um, a wonderful little ride. You know, we've had some wonderful guests and and the reception and. Uh, the community and everything that has, this has afforded me has just has just been wonderful, and hopefully we can we can keep that all going because I'll still be a Mad Pearl supporter. You've got me for life, um, 
But yeah, so bittersweet, uh, you know, the the end of one chapter, the beginning of something else, and uh, when that's all announced, you you keep an eye on everything, and uh, it'll be bold, and it'll be beautiful, and uh, there'll be plenty going on, but um, I appreciate all of the support uh, for everyone that has tuned in throughout the journey and made this a really, uh, a really lovely, uh, you know, little hobby to have, and that's what this has always been for me. It's been a hobby. I'm a fan. I'm not a media member, uh, as we know. And, um, you know, it makes it very difficult to cover a team on the other side of the world. But, uh, yeah, there's still plenty more uh, Lyle action coming. Don't worry about that. I'm not disappearing into the ether. Um, I just won't be doing it for sports ethos. But uh, thanks to, to Dan and Brew and uh, and all of the guys, David, uh, who have, have been big supporters of mine, Um and uh, allowed me to to cook on this pod for a number of years now, and that's been uh, that's been really great. And uh, I will miss all of the ethos community, but you know that's how life goes sometimes. So there's your little uh, little spinner to start us off. I'll obviously announce when it is the last show, uh, which will probably be the the end of season recap, like we did last year, and then. Uh, yeah, whenever that may be. It could be in the playoffs. It could be after we win a championship. I could be here till June, and this is all very premature. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens there. So, with that being said, if you want this show, bail me up and let's make something happen. Uh, so, at Lyle Swithin Bank on Twitter, remember? Uh, so, all right, to the basketball. That's what we're here for. You don't need a advertising pitch, and I won't mention it again until I leave. Um, the Pelicans lose at home to the LA Lakers, 123 to 108. They had no LeBron James. We had no Zion Williamson. Uh, Brandon Ingram returned, uh, and it was a grudge match. It was 33 and uh, 35 each. Uh, we were tied for a playing spot, and it, it really was a matter of win or. You know, put yourself in a, on the back foot because it was four teams tied uh, at that and, and at that position, being the Jazz and the Oklahoma City Thunder, which are both teams trying to lose. But although I think they might do a bit of play in action this year, uh, by the way, they've they've really participated, and we came out looking like a lame duck. Honestly, started zero to uh, fourteen on the run. Um, Anthony Davis scored the eight, uh, the first eight points for the Lakers and absolutely decimated us the whole game. And we had no response. They gave us 70 in the first quarter. Uh, not in the first quarter, in the first half. Uh, they, they gave us 75, which was just completely outrageous. And um, hit fifth, a record 15 three-pointers in the first half. Uh, it was our biggest halftime deficit. And, um, of all time. And, uh, so, you know, that's the historical part. And we just didn't fire a shot. You dug it. We dug ourselves a massive hole and, and everything that we wanted to do, we just didn't. And I want to asterisk, uh, that, that I thought Herb Jones played a great game and I thought Trey Murphy played an excellent game as well, coming off 41 points, uh, against the Portland Trailblazers the game before. This this team is like Jekyll and Hyde. That's something that I've, I've started to realise is that one night you are going to get the most fun, 
uh, athletic, uh, team-first basketball. And that's what we saw against Portland uh, with Trey Murphy being the number one guy with Brandon Ingram out uh, and CJ McCollum obviously chipping in a bit as well, uh, being that 2IC. We we saw that and, and we saw the potential that's there. But then we come back to the Lakers where, you know, everything's at stake. And every game from now until playoffs is, is, or to the end of the season, you know, the next 13 games, is a playoff game. It has to be. It has to be a, treated as a play-in. There's, there's no tomorrow. The more you lose, the you know, the, the more likely we just end up in the lottery. We're using our own pick at this point. Um, you know, the pick swap is dead. Uh, I'm pretty certain that the Lakers are probably going to finish ahead of us. Um and that's disappointing because it feels like a season that had all of the potential in the world. And on paper and on NBA 2K and all of that where injuries don't matter, this team this team is a world beater. We said that, you know, uh, the great asterisks back in, you know, June, July, August when we were doing these pods, uh, when we were doing the preview pods for the season. Injuries are going to be the great equaliser. And what we saw is that injuries were indeed the great equaliser. But beyond injuries, the hand that you've been dealt is is one that has been difficult. Of course, you're missing your stars. But when you're playing against teams that are ranked the same as you and, and you know you have to win and you've got it at home and you've had a couple of days off, there has to be a sense of urgency and there has to be a sense of win or go home and defend home court. And that, I just felt, was, was lacking in this Lakers game. It really was. And uh, we, can, we can break down the stats. I think the numbers always, always help you a bit. But field goals, you know, 40 to 82 to our 42 to 98. But they hit 18 three-pointers. So in the second half, we did such a better job. When they hit 15 in the first half, you know, they only hit three in the second half. And all of a sudden, you can see in the box score, uh, in the quarter by quarter, we go 24 to 39, 16 to 36, and 16 points a quarter is ridiculous. Uh, you know, then 35 to 23, and it shifts, and 33 to 25, and you and you drag that, that uh, deficit back. But when you make yourself have to fight uphill the whole game, it's completely unsustainable. You feel like you're chasing your tail and, and pushing shit uphill the whole game. And it's disappointing, and it only takes one three-pointer to um to really break your back every time. Now, one thing I don't understand, and I know there's a, there's a sector of, of Pelicans fandom out there that's like, well, you asked for more threes, so you got more threes, and, and we shot 43 uh, three-point attempts, uh, 35 in the first half, which is pretty much what we average a game, and we hit 11 of them, 25%. Now, I don't... I think you need to shoot more threes. I am part of that, that you have to shoot more threes. It's the modern NBA. Spacing is so critical, particularly if you're playing with guys that like to operate in the mid-range, uh, mid-range like CJ and and, uh, and Brandon Ingram. You need to create space for them, otherwise they're just looking at crowds. But there's a type of three-point look that you could get, and the Lakers did that. So the Lakers shot 39 three-point attempts. But a lot of their looks were from ball movement. If you have a look at assists, the assist rankings, 
they were sitting there with, uh, you know, 24 assists to 23. But on their first seven, uh, 21 shots, they had 17 assists. 21 made buckets, 17 assists. So obviously we slowed them down. We got them into that isolation ball in the second half. But also, they took the foot off the gas. I, uh, I struggle. I struggle with um, what the mentality is in here because the, the team that played against Portland, which was this fantastic ball movement that was... Uh, you know, unselfish basketball, making plays for guys like Trey Murphy coming off screens, uh, you know, make, getting him downhill, our best three-point shooter. Well, those are good three-point looks. For Trey, uh, you know, you want to be getting him in positions to be successful because the more threes he hits, the more space that's created. And what I felt like we did is we, we cut off the supply to Trey in this one. And I get you've got CJ, you've got you've got JV, you've got Brandon there, you've got guys that are, are required to take shots. But when you've got a guy that obviously had it going in the last game, it, it might help to get that guy going early. Get a couple of like off-ball screens for him so he can come curling around to the three-point line and splash a couple of threes. And the two times we did that, they were, they were buckets. He did great. So, it's just got to be a mentality shift in just because we want more three-point attempts doesn't mean I want you to shoot contested threes or, or pull up on in a transition when it's one-on-one or two-on-one and you still shoot a transition three. You know, there's back-breaking decisions in games that really uh, make it difficult. In the last quarter, for example of this Lakers game. There was an opportunity to cut the lead back to eight. Down from, I think we were down by 40 points at one point, and we cut it back to eight. And instead, we settled for a long three-point attempt that was completely early in the shot clock. There was no reason to take it. And if you make it, you're a hero. But if, if you're not, it's just a poor shot, and it was poor decision-making. And what that long three resulted in was I think a three point down the other end and we went from uh you know down 11 to down 14 and and with five minutes to go there wasn't really uh the time to to fight back yet you'd made your run and credit to the Lakers for stomping us early Anthony Davis was sitting on the bench in the last quarter that's why we started making a run he then come back on and, and put us to bed it's, it's difficult. It is really difficult. Um, and, and, you know, there's got to be an emphasis on, uh, you know, ball movement, creating good looks. We don't need to play as much isolation ball as I feel like we are. I know we've got Brandon Ingram there, fantastic player. But even when he plays, the best he plays is when he gets the ball at the free throw line. You know, he's coming off a, a screen or he's come, moving through traffic. And he's only having to take one dribble or no dribbles because he's not having to work as hard. And credit to uh, Vanderbilt, who I said we should have gone and got, uh, for for just dogging him all night. He got away with a lot of contact on Brandon and did a fantastic job. Played within the realms of the rules. That's how the refs were looking at it. How they were officiating. And I can't blame the refs for this, this game. You know, free throws was 20 to 28. Okay, they had more. But they also played harder. 
they went after the ball. There was uh, a rebound by Najee that Austin Reeves took straight out of his hands and put back in. When you're not playing with the intensity that this is do or die, it makes it really hard to compete when one team is. And, and you know, credit to the Lakers for, for doing that. And hopefully this is the wake-up call that we need. I know they went and had a... Uh, the Pelicans had a big extended training at... Um, uh, like a pra- extended practice yesterday um, after that loss. And one of the longest... Uh, Will Guillory was reporting from The Athletic, good friend of the show, uh, that it was one of the more extended and longer sessions that they've had since Willie Green's been here. And when you've got that, I mean, that's good. That's a reaction. That's that's people saying, this is not good enough. So we're going to work. We're going to make it better. And people need to look sharp. And I, I'm wholeheartedly with that. I think that's, uh, that's really good. And I want to continue to see... Um, I want to continue to see that intensity and that accountability from Willie Green. That's where it starts with. Whether you agree with how he coaches or whether you agree with, um, you know, his mentality or any of his shortcomings, any of that sort of stuff, or if you love him, the accountability and, and the intensity and the tone starts with your head coach. And if he's going to say, well, I'm not happy with this, we can all stay at work and we can work our tails off until we're ready to uh, until we're ready to perform because it's unacceptable. And I, I like that. Should it have happened earlier on? I don't know. I'm not in the locker room. I don't know. But what I do like is that he recognizes there's 13 games left. And if you're sitting there coming off a coach of the month three months ago when your team's at the top of the West to now where you've won 10 games in 2023. You know, and I saw two of them. So that was the 2nd of, of January. It's a, it's, it's a tough one, and, and there needs to be the tone set and a, and a line drawn in the sand that says, this is our baseline expectations, and you have to come and meet them. And, and I'm hoping that this is... Uh, that the guy, that guys respond. That's what I want to see. I want to see guys respond and come out against this Houston Rockets team in a couple of days and just thump them, thump them from pillar to post. No mercy, because uh, that's what what the guys really need. Uh, a good win that we can all sort of go, yes, we're beating the teams we're meant to beat. But I'll come back after the break. We'll keep uh, breaking down this Lakers game, and uh, you know we'll touch on on the other ones that we haven't spoken about. But if you stick around, I'll be back after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
Okay, everyone, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Your host, Lyle, here, as per usual. Um, before the break, we were talking about the Lakers game and things that we need, you know, tone setting, um, intensity, accountability, all those sort of things we touched on. And, and we talked about Willie Green having this extended practice. And he talked after the, after the practice about playing with force. And we know that's one of his you know, catchphrases. He says it all the time. But what does that mean? I think it means taking care of the basketball. It means playing hard. It means defending the living daylights out of it. And it means playing, quote unquote, Pelicans basketball. That's what they all say. We've got to play Pelicans basketball. Well, what is the identity that you want to have? And I think the identity is that they want to play hard on defense. They've drafted a whole heap of guys that are great defenders. Their whole team is built on defense. It's difficult when you don't have a rim protector, but Larry Nance is back and he's been doing admirably against, um, you know, guys after coming back and he's still sore. JV isn't a rim protector. We know this. We know that's an issue with the team and, and, you know, but JV brings a whole heap of other things on the offensive end, but we're not using him. So then all of a sudden he gets, you know, 15 minutes of play and, and, and doesn't feature in the offense at all makes him a liability because he's only playing at one end and that's not the end that we need him to contribute on um well you do but you know his his shortcomings are on the defensive end rather than the offensive end there needs to be a mindset that you're heading into a playoff series it needs to be treated like every game is your last because you've got two games against houston you got a game against San Antonio. You got a game against Charlotte. All of them have been eliminated from playoff contention. They're not going there. There's there's nothing for them to try, um, try for. But then you see a Houston team that is giving the Lakers a touch up today without Anthony Davis. Well, these teams are danger teams because you walk in expecting to win, and when you have that mindset. You get caught out. This has to be four wins. It has to be. There's, there's no uh, there's, there's no excuse not to beat these all four of these teams. And anything less than 4-0 and in this four-game stretch, it could be the season. And that's not me um, you know, being pedantic. There's 13 games left. That will take you to nine games. And you're playing Clippers, Knicks, Timberwolves. You've got some really good teams coming up that are tuning themselves up for playoffs. Whether they rest a couple of guys, I don't know. It depends how close you are to the play-in, but you can't rely on other teams to do the work for you. And I think that needs to be the shift in mindset. We're at the final sprint. This is what marathon runners see when they get to that, I don't know, two, three hundred meters away from the, the finish line. They've run the 10K. They've, they've run the 25K. And you get that little burst of energy. Well, I think I've never run one and I probably never will. But you see them. They go, oh, well, I better start running now. I've, I've got to get beat my time. That's the end. I've got that little burst. We have to find that second wind, that third wind, and just punch it home. Playing is okay because if you if you get close enough, I think Zion comes back. I genuinely do. I think 
he sat out for so long that reputationally and I think his own competitive nature dictates that if he's ready to go, he will play. And if you can get within spitting distance of the play-in, I wouldn't want to come up against us. But it's going to be a real uh, a real test. It's going to be a real test. And that needs to be um, addressed and it needs to be recognised that it's win or go home now. And just because you have 13 games left, the Pelicans are in control of their own destiny at this point. And you never want to be in a situation where other teams dictate how you go in the end of the season. And there's so many teams in that little glut. We know we know they're all within spitting distance. We go to the standings. We have a look. We are currently 13 games behind top spot. We're tied with Utah. We're a game behind the Lakers and Dallas for 9 and 10. And OKC uh, for 8. So you win. One game, you're back in contention for a playoff spot straight away. You win four games, say some go the right way, you could be fifth. You could you could literally be at the fifth spot if you win these next four games. That's how close this is. There's three games, three, that's it, between Golden State at fifth, and, and us at 12th. There's four games. We're only four games behind Phoenix for fourth. That's how close this is. And you've got this opportunity to, to punch home a ticket that, say you win these four, Zion comes back. And this is me, you know, this is me fanboying. I'm going, yes, let's do this. Get hungry. You do your job and you get these four wins. And you're out of the play and you're in the playoffs. And then you get that hard sort of run. But you're playing with your with the team that was top in the West. There's opportunity, but you just have to seize it. You just have to recognise it. And it's so hard as a fan, particularly on the other side of the world. I don't get to sit in there and scream at him in the in the arena. I have to sit in my lounge room and scream it. Your future is yours. Take hold of it. It's never let other people, you know, make your money for you. Go and get it. Never expect someone else to come and back you in because this is your opportunity to take what you want. Go and get it, Pelicans. Go and get it. It's all I want to see. It's it's uh it's it's exciting and. You know, we might be sitting here in a couple of days after the first Houston game shaking our heads, going, you blew it. But there's a real opportunity. And I just hope that they seize it, because what a little rally this would be. You know, all of the doldrums that were in the spaces the other night were woeful. I was going off on there, everyone was going off. Let's finish this season on a high. What we do in the playoffs, whatever. Let's get there. Let's cause a bit of noise. Let's cause a ruckus. Let's cause some chaos. Let's do it, Pelicans. Let's go and do it. But I'm going to leave it at that. We'll be okay. We've got to seize our own destiny. This has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank.
at Ethos Pelicans at Lyle Swithermang. As always, stay safe and bye for now. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.